So, uh, episode number three, uh, no, number f- f- five, episode number five, uh, first time we've got three people on uh, a podcast, so uh, for, for ourselves, so we've got two guests this week, I've got uh, Kinch and I've got Stevie Nicks, um, so these are two people that uh, I met in my time in Lanzarote, now dotted in different places, um, and just thought we'd all jump on and see how we can get on today, so welcome lads. Um, I'm going to start with, we'll start with you, Kinch. Where are you at the moment, mate? I'm in Tenerife. And how's, how's things in Tenerife at the moment? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Taking over nicely. Uh, streets are pretty quiet. There's still a few people roaming around in the day, but not many. Like you're allowed out with your dog and which is grand. You're allowed to go to the shop and the supermarket's only around the corner from me. So you get a, a few people walking down towards that. But yeah. Sun's up. It's it's all right. So it's standing on my balcony, grand. Happy days, happy days. Mm-hmm. And then Stevie, we are based in Dublin now. Is that right, or just outside? No, no, no I'm in Newbridge, mate. About forty miles south of Dublin. A lovely town, bustling town. Very, very busy. Lovely uh, bars, kind of always busy as well. Got a big shopping centre there as well. Yeah, it's okay. a really nice place to be fair. And is it busy at the moment, or no? Is it no, a different it, ball game? No, no, dead, but. <laughs> It's still not what I would have thought was going to happen uh, when we had the lockdown. Like if you go into town, which I've kind of done a couple of times just to try and get a few uh, bits of shopping, there's still quite a few people floating around and kind of everybody's given each other's daggers kind of in the kind of sense of is your journey necessary kind of yeah. daggers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you look and see what they're carrying, you know, and you see people with a paintbrush. <laughs> you don't need that, mate. Come on. Yeah. I'm, yeah, out, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. out to get protein bars. You know, my shopping is vitally important, but yours is... Uh, yours is worth shit. Not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And what have we been up to for the last little while, lads? Because we haven't spoken in ages, to be fair. So for the people listening... Be... Um, well, how many seven, years been? Seven, seven years this week for me and Steve. That was my wedding anniversary the other day. And it would have been six years for me and you with the Prodigy concert the year after. That was a while while back. And then, Steve, we saw each other last at Roar, one of Rory's gigs, I would assume, up in Dublin. Oh, yeah, um, up in Whelan's. Yeah, yeah, that was a while back, wasn't it? So that was many years ago. Uh, I've got Rory on tomorrow, actually, so that should be good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. So obviously, we all met in Lanzarote. We were living in the sun, having fun. Um, Kinch is still living in the sun, having yeah, fun. I couldn't bear to leave it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we got moved to Ireland, Steve. The power of the pussy, man. Every everybody <laughs> does, mate. You, you know, I think the one thing I find anytime I meet anybody English in Ireland, and I'm like. Uh, You've got an Irish missus, haven't you? And they're like, yeah. We, we all get dragged over. You can't drag them to England, which is fair enough because, uh, and I don't want to offend any of your English listeners, but I don't think I could ever live in England again because it's just full of chavs and stabbings and glue sniffers. That's what we uh, read, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we read, yeah. Oh, well, I found, I, I lived in South London for a year and I found people more wary of me with the Irish accent than I was of them. <laughs> Let's give oh, you really? a rock sack on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how are you holding up in in Ireland, Steve? How are you holding up in, in at the moment with with the kids and the misses and and you know, obviously, all being isolated. Who, who's getting out? How are you getting out? Are you staying in? Are you taking it serious? What's it for you? 
Well, uh, firstly, I'm taking it very serious. I think, um, I think you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of conspiracies on Facebook. I've kind of had to block, not block, but snooze kind of about 50 people this week because people are going fully retarded. Not even a little bit <laughs> retarded, they're going fully retarded. Um, yeah. The fact of the matter is, when you look at the numbers coming out of Italy and Spain, where you're looking at uh, seven, 800 a day, and they've been in lockdown for two weeks, uh, I believe in... We're in our Spain, third really week. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine now that they hadn't done that lockdown. It wouldn't be seven, 800 a day. You'd be talking thousands, thousands yeah, yeah, a day. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's nasty figures. That's just one country. That would just be Spain. That would just be Italy. That would be the same in France. That would be the same in the UK. It would be the same in Germany. People have no idea of the absolute carnage that would have happened had we not been quarantined. So I, I think a lot of the misinformation on Facebook, I saw uh, the Brazilian president got cock-blocked from Facebook and basically his post <laughs> taken down because he went full retard. But the problem is he's denying it and they've blocked yeah. it. But I'd say at least 10% of my friends on Facebook are completely oblivious to either what's happening they think is a conspiracy, they think people aren't dying, yeah. or they think people are dying, but they're dying of I don't know what. 5G gonna, or whatever else. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually going to start selling tinfoil hats. I'm going to be a millionaire this time next week. Yeah, I'll tell you what the funny thing is as well, because we've obviously got a lot of mutual friends, right, on on these social media platforms. And I have asked two or three of the people that are happy to put it up on Facebook about conspiracy theories uh, and what their thoughts are. And this is not real, etc. I've asked two or three different people to come on and have a chat. And not one of them is happy to do so as yet. So I'm like, you're happy to put it on social media where a few thousand people could potentially see it or just come and have a chat about it. Oh, no, no, I'll leave that off for now. So that that frustrates me a little bit. I mean, having people think you're stupid is one thing, but having people know you're stupid is a whole different (laughs) level. And if you were to come on here spouting the theories that some of these people believe, I mean, I'm incredulous by it. And the, the most important thing is uh, it's dangerous what they're saying because some people are stupid enough to believe it. Um, but, I mean, listen, the, these people, if if you believed them, we wouldn't have microwaves, we wouldn't have TVs, we wouldn't have aeroplanes. Because if, if you'd listen to conspiracy theories 50 years ago, you know, if them people had actually won the arguments, microwaves wouldn't have been made. Radio, there would have been a radio yeah, in the yeah. corner of the room, people like... Oh no! Look at that radio over there. That's going to give us all yeah. brain cancer. Let's turn that off. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. so it's madness. It's madness. I think now just everyone gets to hear it and see it, and everyone gets an opinion that they can put out into the world. You know, so uh, that's yeah. the difference. And and you know the problem is is the one thing that I've always found is I know that I'm fairly stupid in terms of I know a little bit about a lot, but I don't know a lot about anything. Um, So that's why we have specialists. That's why when somebody spends 30 years um, uh, learning about medicine, you have to take their opinion over your own opinion. You have to – if if my car breaks, I take it to a mechanic. I don't message Sharon on Facebook and go, Sharon, do you know what's going on with my carburetor? Because you've got an opinion about everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know you're a big – I know you're a big MMA fan, but it was one of the lines from somewhere uh, again in, in kind of, I'd rather go up against 
I'd rather go up against one man who's practiced a hundred kicks once than someone who's kick who's practiced one kick a hundred times because they're going <laughs> to yeah, nail yeah, you with that, that one, right? Famous Bruce Lee quote, yeah. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah there you go. In terms um, of quarantine, I mean, I'm I'm going against popular opinion here. I'm having a fucking great time. I'm loving it. I, like, I says me too. I'm getting, actually, a, re- man, I I'm getting a retirement. <laughs> Twenty years early retirement. This is. I wake yeah. up in the morning, fucking turn on my yeah, PlayStation, good. six hours of PS4, cook the kids dinner. I'm getting a bit of exercise in as well. You might know it's the gun show. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fantastic. I'm absolutely uh, loving it. Me too. You, yeah, picked up a, yeah, picked up a copy of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 shortly before this all kicked off. Big massive bag of weed, and I've just been sitting in every day fucking enjoying myself. And, you know, you, I'm, I'm a stoner as well, and, you know, it, it certainly helps with isolation, does weed, mate, I'm oh, telling you. Yeah. I've never been fussed about going out anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't, I've never been a gamer. <laughs> never really been a gamer. Um, but yeah, I'm lucky enough. I've got a bit of a back garden. I can kick a football with the kids and they're on the trampoline and do a bit of exercise and, and smoke my brains uh, out, man. This is easy. Easy work, mate. Easy work. I don't, I don't, I don't I, have the luxury I, of yeah, the garden. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing as well. When people talk, people going on Facebook like it's the end of the world. Get to fuck. People were sent to war when they were 15, 16, you know, century, just a century ago. You know, and being we're being asked to stay software. at home and play fucking PlayStation for two weeks, eating myself stupid. <laughs> I've put on four kilos since this is all kicked off because I'm just sat there eating shite every day. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the thing is, is people need uh, people need hobbies, and I suppose that's what the problem yeah. with the conspiracy theories is, is because when I'm bored, I go and play guitar for an hour, or I get on the piano, or I. Um, I'm actually involved in a couple of different forums as well. I'm involved in a Pro Evolution soccer forum. Um, I'm also involved in a Spanish 11v11 manual league as well. I've just got endless things to do. I've not played Pro Evolution soccer since I was living with fucking Chris and Dave in Calle Remo in fucking Lanzarote. I'm shit you not. That was the last time I played Pro Evo or any sort of computer game, man. Oh, wow. I'm not surprised you quit. (laughs) (laughs) he he is he is yeah Yeah, i I saw i saw uh they had a baby actually yeah they had a baby uh danielle and uh dave had a baby yeah so um i'll be honest with you since since, uh, yeah since the second week of lockdown i've only sort of started using facebook again i i deleted all the apps and messenger from from my phone and everything i've just shut myself off from the outside world and sort of was getting on with life and me and the missus and Obviously, and how's this, that going? All... How's how's everything going there? You're in Tenerife yeah. for a while now, are you? Uh, how long am I here now? Six six years, seven years now, uh, almost. Um, yeah, I got a got lucky because uh, like when I first came here, I was managing an Irish bar, fantastic crowd to work for, but it was uh, it was great money, but it was all cash in hand, and we were looking for a mortgage, uh, so I jumped ship to uh, the H10 Hotel Group. And I've been lucky now because since obviously there's no tourists on the island, there's nobody around. And the hotel's been closed two weeks now. It sort of closed at the at the the first towards the end of the first week of lockdown. But we like we're all could we get seventy five percent of our wages is covered from by insurance and the other half is covered by the company. So we touch wood. I was lucky there when 
Because if I was still yeah. in that, I yeah, if I was still in that Irish bar, I wouldn't be earning anything at the minute. Like, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you think the the kind of tourist trade and and stuff is going to suffer massively? I think it's going to take a while before anyone's willing to get on a plane and go that far afield, I, especially yeah, from yeah, kind of here, you know. Yeah, it's going like the whole. Even if there's, you've just like I said, I've been scrolling Facebook for the first time in years now, and you see photographs of all the all the car rentals uh, parked next to the airport, there's just thousands of them because there's nobody on the island rented the cars, you know? They're just stuck them yeah, anywhere yeah. they can. Fuck, yeah. What do you think, Steve? I mean, you've, you've been back and forth to the islands and stuff. Do you think, uh, from, from what you're hearing around the place now, would, would you take your family somewhere over there kind of anytime soon? Or do you think we'll be allowed um, to? Not anytime soon. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I see this going on for a kind of three months, six months. It, it, this isn't going to be a few week scenario. Um, be, no, I, I think the not. problem was uh, the, the governments internationally, they, they dropped the ball. They, they just dropped the ball. Yeah, they were like, oh, the oh, man, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the UK still had schools open up till last week, which is an absolute disgrace. Um, and they've probably cost thousands and thousands of people their lives. And when you look at it like that, I mean, it's an absolute disgrace. The tourist industry is going to be decimated. Cheltenham was a fucking I mean, job, lads. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh. Utmost respect for the Spanish authorities here because, like that, uh, obviously you've seen it on the news. There was the the H Hen Hotel was the the Italian doctor was the first guy to to test positive in Tenerife, and within an hour they they were out and they had that hotel cornered off, nobody in, nobody out. Um, you know, they, I have utmost respect for them because they've been on the ball over here. They really, really have. Um, they've been. Yeah, no, they've been strict, but lenient sort of strict, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, so they've been really, really good over here. They were, like they were, they're stopping people on the streets. Why? Where are you going and all that? So they've like, like I said, we're on our third, third week over here. Obviously, some people, you know, in the like PRs, I wonder how they're getting on. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. oh, I mean, listen, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that are going to be struggling massively. But unfortunately, if you want to save millions of lives, you are going to have to take a little bit of internal struggle. Going back to it, Boris mm. Johnson has absolutely had a mare because he started off with this herd immunity uh, theory, which I don't know where they wheeled that expert out of. They obviously just found him in a pub somewhere and said, come on, mate, we want to keep the economy going. Can you go on TV and just try out some herd immunity bollocks? They've obviously wheeled him out and he's, and he's willingly got on TV and said, yeah, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to let Everybody get it, and it'll be grand, and that's the best way forward. And then, obviously, after about two weeks, he's seen thousands of people dying across Europe and then said, yeah, maybe I should listen to the World Health Organization and the rest of the experts instead of this one guy I found in the dog and duck down in Croydon to get (laughs) get on TV and start herding this I know that guy. I I think everybody knows that guy. We've both spent time in Croydon, actually. He was eight eight pints deep and he was like, you know what we should do here, lads? Not quarantine. Everyone should get it. What about the old people? Uh, Yeah, yeah, give it to the old people. Young people? Yeah, give it to them as well. Absolute scandal. And I think in Ireland, we the response here was... Not too bad, but I feel that we had a really good uh, chance to stop it straight away because we are, as the name suggests, the island of yeah. Ireland. If they had shut the airport yeah. straight away in the ports, I mean, yeah. that that would have been massive. 
it's Cheltenham that I don't get how they can let everyone back. Yeah, just crack on there, lads. Do you know? You're no, the grand. We've got to have our horse racing, in though, Nick, though. obviously. Don't worry about people dying, mate. Let's get these horses yeah, on track. people getting on the tubes in London as normal, isn't it? Get on the tubes, oh, yeah, yeah as normal. Madness, Nothing's changed. I have no idea what is going through people's minds. But like, I'm in Centra here, and I see people, no gloves, no mask. And I, listen, I'm not saying everyone has to do that. I'm a little bit more wary because I'm, you know, getting on a bit. So I'm like, yeah, I'll get my mm. gloves on, get my mask on and... You know, because why I've not? I've not done a mask yeah, yet. Now, to be fair, I've done I've done you the know. gloves a lot, but I've not done a mask yet. No, I've I done do like the mask, we, and I get we... a few dodgy looks, and I kind of look them back, thinking, "Yeah, but you're going to be dead in a week." So, you know. <laughs> yeah. so well, like we 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 only left the house the first two weeks just to walk the dogs. Uh, we were gra- and there's the other day we sort of I did. You're not allowed to go into here if you're driving in the car. It's only to the supermarket or they've they've. Supermarket, the doctors, the bank, uh, or going or to coming or to from work, uh, as long as you have a valid letter from work. Um, so I went to the supermarket the other day for the first time just to pick up a few bits and bobs to keep us ticking over. And it was, you weren't, it was so many into, like they were on the ball here, the security's at the door of the supermarket. There's a little thing there, there's hand sanitizer and there's gloves. They don't give you a face mask because they obviously they aren't shortage. I did have my own going into the supermarket. Uh, they have a big sort of open space in front of the, the supermarket itself. Like you take a number, it's so many in, so it's like one in, one out. There's only like I think there's only twenty in at a time, and you all have to keep your distance within the supermarket. Yeah, uh, yeah. The like even at the meat counters, they have a, a like a, a green line in front of it, like a meter in front of it, and you order. Yeah, from there. they're bringing all that over here. To be fair, that's starting to happen down in Cork. I don't know if it's yeah. happening up there, but they're, it, they're really on the ball over here. Yeah, I suppose for us, we're like, oh yeah, that that's what we're doing. But when you we when we've lived on the islands of the Canaries, man, they're fairly <laughs> relaxed about most things. So. Um, yeah. Putting a green line down on the floor could have taken normally about eight weeks. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, no, very true. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and Steve, I know that you're um, a fan of jujitsu and been practicing for a while. That's not a very social distancing type kind of activity. So, what have you been up to? Have you been doing that? Uh, just yeah, not? well, no, I haven't. I'll be honest with you. It's been um, it's, it's it's been awful over here for that. Uh, jujitsu is probably the fastest growing sport in Ireland. Yeah, I um, know. Yeah, at least kind of 10 jiu-jitsu gyms within an hour of where I live. Uh, all of them have memberships for 100 plus. Um, it's a fast-growing sport. But like you say, you are basically men in pyjamas hugging each other uh, <laughs> with the aim of choking them out. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, basically since it stopped, I suppose it's been two weeks now. Um, I know some people are doing like online kind of uh, content. I see Paddy Houlihan's doing that. Yeah, he's been doing some online course for his uh, members. Uh, I watch uh, his stuff. Yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, before uh, before this started, uh, one of the gyms, Gracie, uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, used to do an online program and everybody else used to rip the piss out of it and call it a muck dojo. And you can't okay. learn anything online. And now they're all at it. Now everyone's <laughs> like, well, you can learn online, but you have to do it with us, you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Listen, I've I've got injuries from head to toe from jujitsu, so I'm delighted to have. Uh, yeah, I, I can see it being three or four months off. I'm going to keep myself. Uh, I do a little routine out the back every day. I've started getting my son because he's like me. He's going to be a chubby fucker. Um, <laughs> so we do like a hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, hundred kettlebell swings. Um, I've been running as well. Do like uh, last week I did 25k, week four 25k. This week I'm probably going to knock it on the head, to be honest with you. But 
Yeah, just keeping going. I mean, I miss the jujitsu because I'll be honest with you, I was going four days a week and uh, tapping out white belts and wrist locking white belts and leg locking white belts was pretty much my reason to get out of bed in the morning. I really enjoy it, but <laughs> not, not sure they enjoy a hundred kilo yeah, yeah, yeah. locking them, but you know, I enjoyed it. You're saying a hundred press ups, a hundred sit ups. I actually sat in my chair and I kind of shuddered a little bit. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, about I'll, be honest, that. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, I just do it in sets of 10. It's, it's handy, takes 30 minutes. Oh, mate. Yeah, I you don't want soccer. To... You know, soccer was my thing. Soccer will always yeah, be my thing. Yeah, no, and, no, um, fuck that. I do fuck all else, mate. I, I like dog walking the best. No, I bought I bought an exercise bike the other day. I'm sat on it with a joint in my mouth, going, "I can do two things at once here now." <laughs> it's, uh, it's not one or the other, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's handy enough, man. Exercise bikes. I think nearly every shed in Ireland's got an exercise bike in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to lose weight. Of course, you are, love. Get out to the yeah. shed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, lads, cool. So um, we've we've been on for twenty minutes, and I like to keep these to about half an hour because I think they're more digestible that way, and and you know you're not taking too much people's time. And I think I'm definitely going to revisit a good few people as this process goes on through time and see how they're um, see how chirpy they are in in six weeks' time. You know, um, but a couple of questions because we've just been chatting away, which has been great, but. What kind of things are you looking forward to getting back to when we do or if we do get back to some normality? And what are the things that you want to leave behind? And what are the things that you're doing to help you get through this kind of tough process? So let's talk about the things that you're doing to get through this process at the moment. And and Stevie, what are you up to at the moment? Apart from doing a bit of exercise and playing, yeah, well, I mean, that's it. I'm, I'm, I've got a, got a nice routine: wake up, bit of PlayStation, bit of exercise, bit of PlayStation. Seven o'clock every night is TV time with the wife. Just sit down and watch a bit of TV. That normally goes on for a couple of hours. She's normally snoring by nine. Back on the PlayStation for a bit of Fuma, which is the full manual uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, I actually play with a Spanish team, which is quite weird because uh, I only started playing with them a couple of weeks ago, and it's basically nine Spanish guys and me and obviously yeah, yeah. they all, they're all speaking Spanish and I just kind of zone out because uh but my- you speak a bit of Spanish like we all speak a bit of Spanish yeah, yeah. Kinch Kinch is probably you know because he's surrounded by it every day I'm lucky yeah, I'm that in, in my work now, so I have to uh, with my work I'm still around a few Spanish speakers but my, you know when I'm surrounded by it, I get a bit, but you lose it very quickly what you were I remember you teaching me a lot of stuff Steve what's your yeah, story no, uh, with that my, my Spanish is good, man. My, my no, no problems uh, with my Spanish. But the thing is, when you're in a lobby and there's ten people and you're on the mic, yeah, I like, yeah it's difficult. I, yeah, yeah. I can if somebody addresses me, then I I, I understand my talk to them. Apart from that, I just sit there with my gin and just get it down <laughs> me. And yeah, I was saying that to the wife last night. It's like, yeah, I can. If any one of them is talking to me, I can understand it perfectly. No worries. I can respond perfectly. But when they're all talking as a group, I just take I'm, them back. I'm I'm the same. Even though my Spanish has come on an awful lot, I'm I'm still quite poor on the phone, or you know, it's I'm like face to face, brilliant. Right, use their hands to talk, right? Yeah, yeah. the Spanish <laughs> use their hands an awful lot, and you can understand them a lot more. <laughs> Pointing at stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, it works. Um, and Kinch, what are you doing to get through this kind of time, man? Well, my routine is get up every morning, uh, walk the dog, stand at the PlayStation for a few hours, and she's got her Netflix, and then she we take turns walking the dogs throughout the day. That's the only reason we're allowed out. 
and and then in the evenings we either sit down and play cards together or maybe watch a movie. That's so I just say, yeah. Tipping away, tipping away. Yeah, I'm working Monday to Friday, lads. I'm actually kind of, you know. You're working um, from home. Working from home, yeah, yeah. I'm lucky enough my job can do that, but then it's the the negative is that I don't feel like I'm I'm still not getting much time with the kids or anything. It's just the norm, do you know. Um, yeah. But hey, at least I've got an income coming in and I've not been let go and and I can work from home, so it's handy enough, you know. I can't complain. But yeah, yeah, I I think the best thing about this is I hope it could be the worst thing, but uh, I'm actually better off. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting more money off the government than I was getting for working. I'm I'm delighted. I am. I'm just what? like oh yeah, I'm, me too. Just win win, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but by the time it's all it over, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna have money in the bank by the time this is all over. If if my boss said to me, "Listen, we have to let some people go. Here's a few quid," I'd be like, mm, uh, "All right, happy days. See you later." <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, listen, mate. Yeah. I don't want to, mate. But you know, you I don't know. want to. I love it, but if it has to happen, I'll uh, um, I, you know, listen, it's. Uh, I think it's just a, a, an eye opener for everyone in terms of what's important and what's not and, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, um, what are the things that you're looking forward to getting back to? I suppose, Steve, a bit of jujitsu for you. Kinch, what's your story, man? Uh, I suppose a takeaway. Take, a nice <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> it's an opener. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And what about you, Steve? I mean, I know, I know jujitsu would be one thing for you, but is there anything else that you're looking forward to getting back um, to? Not really. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I miss the social aspect at work. Um, it's good to go in there and have a bit of a laugh as well while I am working. I've got a lot of uh, a lot of mates that I work with. Um, so, you know, we have a good bit of banter while we're there. You know, it's not just work, and you know, it's not. I work in a bar, so it's not. Uh, it's not like I'm down a mine for twelve hours a day. I go in and do my bit, and that's it. So you know, yeah. uh, in regards to jujitsu, obviously, I was hoping to compete ten times this year, and. Um, I've competed twice this year, uh, and then obviously this happened, and I'm probably I've probably already missed out on two or three competitions. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I can't see the competition scene going until if it even comes back. If it even comes back, it could be years because I mean the way that this is going, only one person needs to have it for the whole fucking country to shut down, doesn't it? Really? I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. can I can I ask you what do you what's your opinion on the recovery rate coming out of China at the minute? In terms of coming out of China, well, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you look at the numbers, that uh, the it's like recovery rates in in most of Europe of like Italy, eighty thousand of upwards of affected affected recovery rate in its teens thousands. China was like close to a hundred thousand infected. Recovery rate was seventy thousand. So that's uh, almost right, seventy. Okay. Well, um, from what I saw, is the the Chinese have only. Uh, Seven percent of Chinese are over seventy, whereas in Italy it's twenty-seven percent. Um, okay. China got rid of all the old people during a uh, communist regime, which is obviously the best <laughs> way to wheel them out and turn them into glue. So China has got a very young population um, compared to Italy, which has a very old uh, population. I mean, I was looking at the fatality rates in Italy, and it's close to ten percent. I which know is it's the same, uh, but then you look at Germany, and Germany's running less than one percent now. Do you know what this is? What do you think of this? Because this is something that has been come up a few times, but and it's I, I am I am a fair believer. If you think of Spain, Italy, and France, where it's massive rates, and then you think of somewhere like Germany. In Germany, they're very formal. There's no kissing when you meet each other. Whereas in these other countries, there's a lot of greeting and not yeah, kissing. Yeah. Do you think that could spread it a lot quicker? I, I, from what we're told, it probably could, Luke. 
Oh, absolutely. The closer you get, the worse it's going to be, isn't it? And I, I think the Germans, uh, the Germans are just very efficient. They've got a very efficient uh, health system. Um, you don't manage to kill six million Jews unless you're efficient. So, fucking hell, Listen, I, I didn't do it. It was them, not me. Oh, fucking uh, hell. But, you know, the, the efficiency. All is thoughts bad. and opinions are of the guests themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, efficiency is is very bad during a genocide, but it's very good if you're preventing the virus. And uh, I think that's the thing. The German healthcare system <laughs> is is probably one of the best in the world. I mean, you look at the UK health system after ten years of Tory rule, and it's been absolutely decimated. And uh, my uh, one of my brothers actually deleted me on Facebook because uh, I'm I'm obviously uh, anti-Tory, especially at the moment, and. Uh, you know, people are people are going mad by it. People are standing by Boris Johnson like he's their own brother. I'm like, listen, they're this doing guy that here with the other actor as well, though. But they're like, uh, look what they've done. They've done this. They've done that. And I'm like, yeah, man, they've done fuck all. You know, yeah, it seems done. that you know, it seems to be a similar sort of situation on both sides of that bit of water there now. I don't know. Crazy times. Um, and lads, is there anything you're happy to leave behind? Is it like, you know, I, for, as, as an example for me, I'm, I think we'll all appreciate the outside a lot more when we get back. And, and I think we'll leave, you know, as much as we're all glued to social media and I don't think it's going to go away. I think the appreciation, appreciation of the outside and, and, and nature will, will certainly be embraced when we get back to normality. If we ever get back to normality, is there anything you're happy to leave behind and anything you're, you're, you kind of want to bring f- that's happened from, from this experience kind of, you know, the, the friendliness of people and the helping of each other seems to be a, a, a general gist. What's your thoughts there? Let's go with, go with you Kinch to start with. What are you happy to leave behind? Um, well, you kind of have me there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you have a think because Steve's probably got a few things. What you got, Steve? Ever think they're kinch? Uh, I'm not sure, really. I mean, I'm looking forward just to really kind of the world going back to normal. I quite like normality. But at the same time, this hasn't been bad. This has been like a semi-retirement for me. But instead of retiring when you're old and you're, you know, ready to croak, I'm having my retirement now while the kids are still young. Uh, Chilling. Yeah, the, the, the one thing, I'm, I'm going to try and maintain some rules uh, for life, uh, kind of exercising daily. I want to keep that going. Um because I kind of, I, I tend to kind of, you know, I'd be training four days a week, but then three days a week, I'd just kind of, ah, yeah, well, I've done enough this week. Whereas I think it's for mental, for my mental health, it's good to do it every day, just get it done. Um, regards to that, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to hopefully the bars picking up in Ireland because uh, you probably haven't seen this, Kinch, but Nick, you'll know yourself. Bars in Ireland, especially in Newbridge, uh, we have we've got a population of around, I think it's about 30 to 40,000. It's, it's a big, big town. Um, we've got about 10 pubs and out of them 10 pubs, two are busy, uh, you know, and the rest are yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. No offense yeah. to anybody in Newbridge is listening to this and you own or work in one of them said shit bars. That's why no one's getting into them because they're shit. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think the problem is obviously it's a financial thing as well. You know yourself, Nick, you go out, it's, it's a hundred quid before you've stepped out the door. You know, you get your babysitter in, that's 40 quid. Uh, you know, taxi, taxi. bang, another tenner. Dinner. Dinner, 50 quid. You know, and, and then, then you're then you're smashing the egg bombs. You know, uh, the, the only people <laughs> really that have money Tenor to go out drinking in... Uh, yeah, the only people that have money to go out drinking in Ireland are people living at home with their mum and dad. And as soon as you have kids, you're fucked. You, you know, I probably go out... Me and the missus go out twice a year if we're lucky, so... 
But I think after this, I'm going to make it once a month, try and get out with the missus and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. That's why I couldn't go back to Ireland. Like it's like the only thing I miss there is me is me fresh milk and me tail crisp. Well, we can send you crisp over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bother, mate. Yeah. <laughs> cool, um, lads. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we're at the thirty-one minute, thirty-two minute mark, so that's that's really cool. Um, so I'll wrap it up and uh, wish you both a very safe time over these next. Uh, however long it's going to be, a few months and, and for the future. Um, if this goes on for another few weeks, I might even tap back up and, and, and we'll go again and see how you're getting on. But um, great chat. Thanks for your time today um, and stay safe, lads. Yeah, yeah you, you too, too mate. Thanks for having us on. Good Thank talking you. to you. Take care, boys. Take care, everyone. Later, later.